You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we talk about resilience, what it is, and how to use it to deal with challenging times during the holidays. Stay tuned. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, we're going to talk about the power of resilience and how it can help you deal with the challenges of the holidays. So, The holidays can be a time of family get-togethers, fun, community, and celebrating with people we love. But what if you're single? What if you have no family where you live? What if you're feeling challenged during the holidays or you're battling loneliness or other negative feelings? So I thought I would address this because it's actually really common that a lot of people have negative feelings during the holidays. What if we experience the loss of someone important to us? And we did that around the holidays. And every time someone exits our lives, whether it's through death or through divorce or disagreement, we might think about that person every year at the same time for all the subsequent years of our lives, especially if the transition is big. Or what if we move to a new city and we don't know anybody? There are a lot of situations where people don't actually have all that positive, happy joy that happens during the holidays. So I want to talk with you about resilience because it can help. So what is resilience? From the Oxford Dictionaries, one definition is the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness, and some people call it grit too. I also have this definition, which technically doesn't apply to people, but actually it should. It's the ability of a substance or object, or I'm going to say a person, to spring back into shape, elasticity. So I want you to imagine that if you have the ability to if, to be strong unto yourself and you experience a difficult situation and you're able to bounce back and get back into your healthy, positive frame of mind or back into your routine or back into being able to deal with the stresses and pressures of your life, that's resilience. So there are things that can happen that can really throw us for a loop, unexpected loss. And that can be any kind of loss or change. That can be someone dying in your family unexpectedly, that could be losing a job, that could be having to move, that could be losing your health. A lot of people who got long COVID had to deal with that. It could be any kind of major life change or if you have a series of expectations for your life and all of a sudden you can't meet them because something happened, because something changed and now everything in your life is different, you're going to need resilience to help you bounce back from that. So I'm going to use the example of loneliness at the holidays for this episode, but it does apply to other types of feelings, of course. And the reason why I'm using that 
theme right now is because it's up for a lot of people. And for all of you out there who are having challenges with that, or you don't get along with your family, or, you know, something's happened and there are disagreements, or you're by yourself, or maybe a friendship ended, or maybe you lost your job, and you just feel like you're by yourself, I want to give you some ideas on how to deal with that and to come out on the other side feeling better. Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. First thing you need to do is you need to figure out what kind of help you need to address the problem. So if we're looking at the example of feeling lonely during the holidays, what can you do to let go of the loneliness? Now, for introverts, a lot of you probably would just love to be left alone at the holidays, and that's fair. That's cool. But for the rest of us as ambiverts and extroverts, we want to be around people. We don't want to be by ourselves during the holidays. So you could talk with family members. You could talk with friends, mentors. You could talk with support groups online. You could have conversations with people and say, well, how are you dealing with this issue? How are you dealing with loneliness? You know, sometimes people will actually reach out and they might invite you to an event or have an experience with them or have a meal with them because they recognize that you're feeling lonely and that's why you're asking those questions, right? What you want to do when you're talking with people about this is you want to ask what kind of strategies did they use to move through these issues? Did people take courses on like how to address or deal with loneliness? Did they get coaching? Did they practice meditation to let go of the negative feelings? Did they exercise to get into a positive frame of mind? Did they get therapy to address the deeper issues associated with loneliness? And then once you determine what kind of help you need, Determine what you can do for yourself. Okay, so getting support's a really important thing you can do for yourself. And here are some ways you could reach out for support during the holidays. Number one, you could be the change you want to see in the world, to quote Ram Das. Instead of feeling lonely, you could host a holiday event. You could create an opportunity for people like you or people who care about you to come over and share meal and a time together and positive energy or hugs. Another option, you could volunteer to help other people in need. Helping other people in need sometimes helps us see that the things that seem like really big problems are not as big as we thought they were. Sometimes they just get smaller when we help other people with their bigger problems. Sometimes you could do something that you really love. And I'm going to give an example of traveling, and this is um, an example because I don't always get the opportunity to do this, and, you know, um, I'm single, it's the holidays, um, through no fault of my own, I don't have a relationship, I have made the efforts to do that, I just don't have one, but I have a lot of relationships with a lot of wonderful people that are not romantic, so I decided that during the holidays, I was going to travel to a place where I could see a lot of my friends and people that I care about. Some of you who may be listening to this show, shout out to you. And so I like to travel. I like to go see people I care about 
and then I miss and I don't always get to see that always makes me feel good, makes my heart feel better. And maybe you might want to travel. Sometimes exploring something new or maybe seeing people you love who live far away is a really good opportunity to feel better. Another thing you can do is you could go to places that inspire you, which could be someplace you travel to or could be someplace like a museum or going outside, swimming, hiking, or even going to a concert or a play. And another tip for you is to go achieve a goal you've been wanting to complete. That feeling of completion is amazing. It makes you feel really good. And it can often help fill the gap of loneliness, especially if you've been working on something for a long time. It's a really good feeling. And next holiday season, plan ahead so you don't end up in this pickle again of feeling lonely and follow through for yourself. So I can tell you because I walk my talk, that's exactly what I did. Um, I manifested a space for me to go to during holidays that is warmer and sunnier than where I live most of the time so I can get some sun and I can see some friends and have some good times and it feels amazing and it's a great way for me not to feel as lonely during the holiday season. Okay, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to give you some tips to look at all the ways you already have tools to help you be resilient. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group, that's Hubbard Education Group, or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. And we are back. Okay, so what tools do you have to help you bounce back? So let's do a resiliency tools evaluation. You ready? Here we go. First things first, have you ever done psychotherapy before? Or have you done coaching courses, like experience coaching courses? Have you done meditation retreats? Those kinds of things. Have you done inner work before? And if you have, what tools did you learn then that you can use now? So just think about it. Take a moment, like... What did you do at your meditation retreat, right? Or your yoga retreat? <laughs> What'd you do? What did you learn? What were your insights, right? Because that's important, right? Because if you have been successful before, you can also be successful again. What did you learn? What did your therapist tell you when you were dealing with certain situations, right? Try to take a moment to recall that, right? Okay, that's the first tool. What tools did you learn before that you can use now? And the second tip or check-in for tools is, do you have friends or family members that you can schedule quality time with? Who can you spend time with that will 
brighten your life, make you feel happier, make you feel uplifted. And tool number three, or idea number three, I should say, is how do you usually address adversity? Do you run away from it? Do you run toward it? Do you give yourself permission to receive feedback like we talked about in the last podcast so that you could actually know what you're dealing with and what kind of changes you need to make so that you can have more people in your life so you're not lonely during the holidays? As an example, what tools do you have and can you use them now? And number four, what was something you already experienced that was really challenging that you got through? And how did you get through that thing? How did you get through it? Most of us can remember a time where life was absolute crazy. You know, maybe we had three jobs or maybe we were pregnant and working or maybe someone had passed away, but we still had to run a business. You know, things like that. Um, Or our kids were acting out. Something. What was it? What was really challenging? What did you do to get through it? And we're going to add an element of visualization with that. If you can remember and see or feel the feeling or see the event of you getting through that challenging scenario, okay, and imagine that you got through it, you can also picture yourself in the present dealing with loneliness. Okay, I know that in the past, you know, my aunt organized a bingo party and we all went and cooked food and then we played bingo and we had a great time. So what can I do this year? I know I'll create a crafting party and I'll invite people over and we'll celebrate together. These are examples of things that you could do because if you imagine or visualize yourself having success with the current situation that you're dealing with, you're literally changing your biochemistry Because visualizing yourself doing something that's called visual motor rehearsal, it's a form of self-hypnotherapy, and it's a way literally to change your biochemistry to help you have a more positive frame of mind, a more positive mindset, and step into the power of possibility, and then you're more likely to create that outcome. It helps you manifest a different outcome. And then also... In your resiliency tools evaluation, how do you ask for help? Are you good at it? Do you suck at it? Do you need to work on asking for help? If you do, go ahead and do that. If you're good at asking for help, what do you need help with? And go ahead and ask for help. And also, how have you sabotaged yourself in the past? This is a big one. You want to really think about this. Were there times when you're actually moving forward and then you, you shut it down because you were triggered or it felt too big for you or you were insecure? Just get a sense of what did you do to sabotage something and then what can you do to not sabotage in the present situation? You know, oh, some people when they're lonely, they feel all insecure and they think nobody likes them and they go down this judgment road and they think all this negative stuff about themselves and then they self-isolate because they think nobody likes them and then because they self-isolate, they feel more lonely, right? As an example, you don't want to do that. You want to reach out to people. 
You want to not do the things that you've done to sabotage in the past. So figure out what those are and don't do them. (laughs) Okay. So once you've done an assessment of your resiliency tools, make a commitment to using them. Figure out what can I do to be resilient. Okay. I know I need structure. So I need to meditate in the morning sometimes. I need to exercise in the morning sometimes. Sometimes I need to do some writing. Okay, great. When I do those things, I feel better about myself. I, my, my heart is full and I don't feel that, that hole in my heart. Okay, great. Okay, what about the evenings? When you tend to feel lonely? Okay, I feel lonely at night. Okay, great. So what are you going to do? You're going to plan ahead and you're going to make dates with your friends, families, mentors, people who care about you so that you can feel good about yourself because you're spending time with quality people who care about you. And so you schedule the time in your actual calendar to do the things that help you bounce back. If you're an extrovert, it could be dinner with friends. If you're an introvert, it might be a goal setting session. Some people, for some people, it's dog walking with a friend. For some people, it's volunteering. For some people, it's doing a craft. For an introvert, it might be hiding inside and watching a movie and snuggling up on the couch, right? But use tools, use your tools, use your tools and don't self-sabotage. And then finally take action. So use your tools, basically. Notice how much better you feel when you use your tools. If you realize that you don't feel lonely during the holidays because you changed the way you did things and you make a commitment next year to do the same thing for yourself, you're going to have a plan for next year. And then that's going to make you not have that dread that a lot of us get months ahead of time. Because now you know you have a plan, Stan, (laughs) for next year. And you're like, okay, well, next year, this is what I'm going to do. If you know that, that helps you feel positive and have a positive outlook for what's coming up next. And that, again, creates a positive mindset, it changes your physiology, and helps you attract more positive outcomes. Okay, so these are my ideas and tips, and just think about it. So get support, get some help, make a plan, do something that makes you not feel lonely, right? Don't sabotage, and evaluate your tools. What can you do? What have you already done? What have you already learned? And how do you usually address adversity and can you do it differently? Remember that you have gotten through things before. You can get through them again. And then ask for help. Make a commitment to using your tools. Schedule your time in your calendar to actually do positive things for yourself. And take that action. And notice how much better you feel. So, if you still need help, or support discovering how you can be resilient and discover tools to express resilience in your life, you can reach me. I do long-distance Zoom sessions. I do long-distance phone sessions. I also do in-person treatments, and I have been for a really long time. So you can you could look up my website, read my blog, and read about the things I do at arielhubbard.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. Dot com. It's also in the show notes. Or you can text me at 971-319-2618. That's 971-319-2618 for a long distance or in-person session. 
So I want to thank you for joining me today. I want you to remember that you are resilient. You have what you need. All you have to do is remember to use it. And I want to thank you for joining me today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence and stay happy this holiday season. Take care. Are you suffering from OIS or over it syndrome? OIS commonly affects parents, spouses, executives, and employees alike. Hubbard Health Solutions can reduce symptoms of OIS, such as stress, pain, unease, lethargy, and a general desire to escape. Ariel Hubbard, licensed massage therapist, customizes a treatment plan that addresses these symptoms and will transform you and your body so you feel human again. Contact Ariel by texting 971-319-2618 or go to arielhubbard.com to learn more about Hubbard Health Solutions. That's Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, Hubbard with an A, dot com.